After Buzz TV's Chief Operating Officer, Phil Svitek, comes a weekly digital series that shares his insights, concepts, and findings from years of learning and mentorship. Welcome to Phil Svitek Podcast. Hello and welcome to the show. I appreciate that you've taken the time out of your busy day to check it out. As the title implies, my name is Phil Svitek, and I've been AfterBuzz TV's Chief Operating Officer since its inception back in 2011. For those of you unfamiliar with AfterBuzz TV, we're a leader in TV discussion. In fact, we've been dubbed the ESPN of TV talk. Today, I want to focus on something many successful people do, which is reading. The reason I want to focus on reading is because I'm finding my personal circle of friends smaller and smaller in terms of those who read. Now, that's not a knock on them by any means because many of them are on their journey to success. But I do feel that they're missing out on something special, potentially something that could help speed up their journey to where they want to go ultimately. I can't believe it. I've never seen so many books in all my life. You, you like it. It's wonderful. Then it's yours. Oh, thank you so much. Brazilian professor Paulo Freire says this about reading. Reading is not exhausted merely by decoding the written word or written language, but rather anticipated by and extending into knowledge of the world. Reading the world precedes reading the word, and the subsequent reading of the word cannot dispense with continually reading the world. Language and reality are dynamically intertwined. The understanding attained by critical reading of a text implies perceiving the relationship between text and context. Reading has proven to create a greater empathy and understanding of the world. In today's global landscape, this becomes ultra, ultra important, in my mind at least. And it saddens me when I hear people abandoning the act of reading altogether. A book? That's right. When I was your age, television was called books. And this is a special book. It was the book my father used to read to me when I was sick, and I used to read it to your father. Here's some statistics on reading as reported by Pew Research. About 72% of American adults read a book in 2015. This represents a gradual decline of those past five years. In 2011, the percentage was 79. Mind you, even these stats are somewhat skewed because that 72%, a large contingency, are people who reported to read one book in part. It makes it very unclear how many books they actually finished. In my earlier episode called It's Not What You Know, It's What You Do When You Don't Know, I showcase strategies to overcome moments in life when you're stuck on a problem or just want to learn a new skill. If that's you, why wouldn't use the wonderful resource that is books to obtain such information? More often than not, books offer the exact solutions we're looking for. Welcome to the library, young man. Don't tell me. You're here for a special book. Stop, stop, stop. Allow me to guess. I have a talent for guessing what people need. And I would argue that even when you're creating something new and revolutionary, having some solid ideas from the past great thinkers will help. For example, how Google Works and Platform Revolution were extremely eye-opening for me when it came to the idea of how AfterBuzz should continue its growth. Let me highlight the other benefits of reading. More than likely, you're not a child watching this. But if you have children, studies indicate that reading for pleasure makes a huge difference in a kid's educational performance. Doing so increases their test scores while broadening their vocabulary and a better understanding of other cultures. In fact, reading is more effective to a child's progression in school than their social or economic background. Other benefits, the ones that extend out to everyone, are imagination and creativity, focus and concentration, 
Improvement in memory, communication, it's a cheap form of entertainment and education. You gain experience from other people. It creates bonds between you and the author, as well as other people who have read the same book. You can connect on ideas and themes of the book. It develops a language, a fluency, and exposure to new ideas and concepts. It connects your brain and enhances your concentration and improves your self-esteem because it highlights that you just don't give up. Furthermore, reading is a fundamental function within our society, a vital aspect of landing an amazing job. There's applications to read and fill out, yes. There's also memos to read, reports to analyze, and so forth. Additionally, I'm willing to bet that if it's a job that you really want to pursue, at some point you'll be tasked to write something, whether it's a report or presentation of your own. Maybe even give a speech. As Stephen King says, If you don't have time to read, you don't have the time or the tools to write. Simple as that. You might be able to put something together, but it'll take much longer than you thought, and it may not reflect what you truly want to put pen to paper on. Here's another perspective as to the importance of reading. Are you familiar with the phrase, the pen is mightier than the sword? The reason that this saying holds true is because ideas written down have altered mankind, both for better and worse. Reading builds upon good ideas and exposes the bad ones before they can bring about destruction. Reading arms us in this way against the world. That may seem like hyperbole, but look at it from the perspective of certain governments, both past and present. Reading is the reason governments hate free and honest communications, at least the oppressive ones. Illiterate people are controllable because they can't think different thoughts other than those presented to them. And this is truly dangerous. Based on the current statistics of this series, many of you live in nations with free speech, with free liberties. So take advantage of them. Do not let another day pass where you're not reading. It can be for pleasure or for knowledge. It really doesn't matter to me. Just read. Here's a statistic for you. Most CEOs, and I use them because objectively we look at any CEO as successful, read 52 books in a year. That may seem daunting, especially if you haven't been in the habit of reading, but that's okay. You don't have to start with 52 a year. Just improve little by little, read daily, and see how far that gets you. Instead of checking social media every single time that you have a down moment, bust out a book. You'd be surprised how many pages you can knock out by this single act alone. Many people supplement books with audiobooks, and that way they can continue the book while in their car driving on their way to work. And then later on, they pick up the book where they left off in terms of the audiobook. This allows them to speed through books much faster. Nothing wrong with that. I do it too, and I encourage you to do the same. FYI, I've included a link to an article on how you too can read 52 books in a year. It's from Inc.com, and I highly recommend it for you to read. If you're looking for recommendations of where to begin, here's a list of books that have impacted me most of my life. When I was just hitting my teenage years, I was obsessed with the Matrix films. In fact, I even parodied them through my own videos. My obsession with the movies was in large part the action, but then the other part was the ideas they presented. And yes, that includes both Reloaded and Revolutions. This led me to read a book called Beyond the Matrix. That book took the ideas of those movies and explained them so wonderfully. I highly, highly recommend it to anyone, whether you've seen the movies or not. Another book I recommend is called The Way of the Peaceful Warrior, which when you read it, you'll realize how aptly titled it actually is. 
Certainly, I had that epiphany while reading it at the age of 16. I was in Slovakia, where my family is from, and I finished the book. I remember getting on my bike and just going nowhere in particular, feeling like I understood the world. Little did I know that there was lots for me left to learn, but nonetheless, this book was extremely beneficial in progressing my life forward in that way. When I got to college, a book that was recommended to me by my then-mentor, Robert Patton Spruill, was called Rebel Without a Crew. For fans of this series, you'll know that I love Robert Rodriguez as a filmmaker. This is a book he wrote about his first feature film called El Mariachi. In the book, he chronicles how he made this movie from start to finish on a $7,000 budget. What was wonderful about it is that it dispelled all the myths of what movie making was, especially the facts that you need a large budget or large crews and so forth, that you can do it alone. Even if you're not a filmmaker, there's something to be gained by reading it. Another book that I read during college, well, actually it's a series of two books, is called The Tao of Pooh and the Tay of Piglet. And yes, it's about Winnie the Pooh and his Hundred Acre Wood friends. The two books use these characters to highlight the principles of Taoism rather quite well. It's a fast and easy read, but the knowledge is invaluable. I recommend it to both adults and children. In fact, I read it every year at least once. A book that I didn't read until I was 28 was Tony Robbins' Money Master the Game. I wish I read it as soon as it came out. Everyone needs financial stability in their lives, and this is the perfect roadmap to achieving it. I can't thank Tony enough for writing this wonderful book, and also to AfterBuzz TV founders Kevin Undergaro and Maria Menounos for suggesting this book for me. It changed my life completely. Please, whether you're young or old or somewhere in between, do yourself a favor and read this book. It may help also to start with Tony's book called Unshakable First, which is a shortened version of this book. That'll give you enough concepts to work with and will make you thirst for these finer details which his book Money Master the Game presents. Now, a lot of these recommendations are nonfiction books. I understand this. Note that I also do love fiction very greatly, whether it's Ham on Rye, The Golden Compass, The Princess Bride, The Graveyard Book, The Time Traveler's Wife, the prestige, and so on. Another tip, since a lot of you are TV fans, you'd be surprised how many of your favorite TV shows come from books. Get to know the source material by reading the books themselves that have formed these wonderful, wonderful TV shows. And since you're an AfterBuzz fan, may I recommend some of our hosts that are also authors, like Fern Ronay, Sean Overman, James Lott Jr., Katerina Kazias, and of course, our very own Maria Menounos, who is a New York Times bestseller three times over. So check those out. If it's education you're looking for, I do understand that certain people do learn better from videos. I have nothing, nothing against those that do. All I'm saying is I encourage you to read a little bit more. That's all. But if you do want a recommendation of great YouTube channels that offer learning, there's Fight Mediocrity, Create Something, Just Right, and TED Talk videos. To enforce today's lessons on the importance of reading, here's a couple of great quotes that I absolutely adore. Outside of a dog, a book is a man's best friend. Inside of a dog, it's too dark to read. There's more treasure in books than in all of the pirates' loot on Treasure Island. There are perhaps no days of our childhood we live so fully as those we spent with a favorite book. Today, a reader. Tomorrow, a leader. Fairy tales are more than true, not because they tell us that dragons exist, but because they tell us that dragons can be beaten. If you're going to get anywhere in life, you have to read a lot of books. 
If you want your children to be intelligent, read them fairy tales. If you want them to be more intelligent, read them more fairy tales. Just a few final things before you go ahead and dive into a great book. First, the transcript of this episode is available in the description. That way, you can review the lesson at your convenience in a written form. Also, as mentioned, Phil and I included a link to how you two can read 52 books a year like a CEO. While you're here, leave a comment with your favorite books. Let us know why they've impacted you so much. It can be fiction, it can be nonfiction, whatever you like. If you enjoyed this video, please be sure to hit that like button and tell your friends and your family members about it. Another way to help support this show is by going to patreon.com slash There, you can donate a small monthly contribution that will help us tremendously to put together these lessons. Speaking of which, if you'd like to be notified when future episodes release, be sure to subscribe on either Apple Podcasts or on YouTube. Lastly, if you're a new host in the LA area and would like to join AfterBuzz TV, visit AfterBuzz TV's contact page. A direct link is provided. Or, of course, you can tweet at PhilSpeedTech or Instagram me at BonjourJuliet. Thanks for watching. I'm Juliette Bibert, a producer on the show, and we will see you next time with another one of Phil's life lessons.